folks, and welcome to the Santa Clarita Valley Business and Leadership Solutions podcast. I'm Paul Raggio. And I'm Lisa Raggio, and we are from One True North Leadership and Business Coaching Solutions, and we're so happy to be partnering with The Signal to be bringing you some great information um, in regards to best business practices, best leadership practices, and talking to some of our stellar community leaders in regards to what they're doing and how they have been uh, pivoting and navigating through COVID to help you. Hey, we wanna start off the podcast by introducing an opportunity for you business owners to partake in. And that's, we offer a business health check. And this is an opportunity for you to have us review several key areas in your business, and it will help you improve your net profit drivers, grow existing business, find new channels and business models. It's gonna help you build a strong competitive advantage in the marketplace, create a robust marketing strategy, focus on key business drivers, and identify demand and demand opportunities. It's free. It's something that you ought to take advantage of. We'll send you a, a document ahead of time to answer some questions, and then you have the opportunity to meet with us either in person or virtually. So take advantage of this business health check and uh, give us a call or message us to schedule the time to do that. Lisa, let's introduce our guest. Yes, we are so excited today. Um, I have fully enjoyed the conversations that I have been having recently with my new friend, Patty Handy, and uh, really look forward to what we're gonna discuss and share. Patty Handy is a wealth advisor, and with over 35 years working in various roles within the corporate banking arena, including 17 years as a mortgage consultant, Patty has a keen and vast understanding of the banking, mortgage, and financial industries. In addition to being a wealth advisor with Vance Wealth, separately she holds a California real estate broker's license and is a certified executive coach. This unique combination of education and work experience allows Patty to understand her clients from a holistic perspective. Patty earned her bachelor's of science degree in accounting theory from California State University, Northridge. She is a published author of four books, including Money Rules 101, Master Your Money Before It Masters You, as a single mom, Patty considers raising her amazing son as her greatest accomplishment. Amen. So welcome, Patty. Thank you, Paul and Lisa. It's happy to be here. Great. Well, you know, we start every conversation that we have uh, with why and why someone does what they do. And then a little bit of background about how you got started in the work that you do. So let's start with why. Well, I have to say that my why comes from probably my divorce. Um, I was divorced many years ago. My son was very young at 18 months. And it was a situation where obviously if you've been through a divorce, you understand it's a very scary time. You go through a lot of emotional chaos, financially, emotionally, physically, every which way. And I remember laying on the ground, just sobbing in this moment and thinking at that time, this is, this is chaos. However, I know I can take care of my son and the financial knowledge that I learned as a, you know, a, a child from my parents and, you know, through my junior and high school college years, all of that education um, brought me to the point where I was comfortable financially and 
um, not so much you know having so much in the bank, but just comfortable with the concept of money, comfortable with talking about it, learning about it. And I thought I'm going to be okay. And after the you know years later, I thought, gosh, I want to bring this gift to, to to women specifically. I know that women are typically very um, nervous about money. They don't understand it. They're not always the one in charge of it. Um, and I wanted to empower women and give them that sense of peace. And I wanted to make sure that they felt that they could take care of themselves with whatever happened, whether you're in a joyful, full, happy marriage, or you decide to stay single for your life. Um, I, I remember listening to a podcast recently, and it said that the men uh, look at investing in the market as a challenge, while women look at investing in the market as a threat. And I want to change that. So that's a very long answer to your why. <laughs> or my why. Yeah, but that's interesting. And I mean, what you've done with that and very purpose-driven, it's obvious that you're very purpose-driven. Talk a little bit about how, how did you get to writing four books and what was your target for that? And uh, what stimulated to do that? I'm, I mean, that in itself is pretty big. Well, thank you. Um, actually, the very first book I wrote was a children's book, and it was um, it's called The Feeling in My Belly of Peanut Butter and Jelly. And it was a book about um, looking at what's right in your world versus what's wrong in your world. And it's a simple, cute little story of two friends, and one is sad, and, and it was about just looking at all the things that make you happy. Um, and then my first book, uh, Money Focused, was how to ditch your allowance to be richer than your parents. And that mm -hmm. one was for um, typically junior high and high school kids because mm -hmm. money isn't being taught in school typically and it's not being taught at home typically. Um, certainly there are, you know, there are exceptions. But this is a situation where these kids are coming out of high school and college, you know, in credit card debt or, you know, just not understanding. So I wanted to change that. So that book was sort of driven to, to, to that. Um, and then post-divorce, I wrote a book about thriving after divorce, and that's a short, quick read. It was just, you know, 50 steps that I did in my journey. And then um, the most recent one that you mentioned, The Master Your Money, the, the Money Rules 101, that's sort of a updated version of the How to, to Ditch Your Allowance book. So it's uh, revised and updated, but the same concept. Um, and a lot of stuff that also works for parents. I've, I've had attorneys who've read it and said that they've learned things. So it's it's the simple money concepts, um, and we talk about not just you know investing, but your money mindset, uh, your money story. We talk about um, you know your credit score and why that's important, and how to buy your first house. And I mean, just it's it's the gambit. And then of course you know giving your money back. So um, it's it's just to you know, lay the foundation to help these young adults get started when it comes to money. Yeah, Patty, I know you and I have talked recently in the past in regards to uh, my own enlightenment working with uh, underserved and underprivileged populations, women specifically, and really understanding financial literacy, the threat of financial literacy, how um, it can be economically disabling and lead to economic disempowerment. And as, as you're talking, I'm a copious note taker, so 
uh, limiting beliefs is what keeps on popping up in my head. And um, can you share a little bit about your experience of what you've observed in regards to limiting beliefs around money? Yes, for sure. So we all have a money story. And oftentimes that money story, uh, I shouldn't say oftentimes, most of the time it comes from our upbringing. From birth till about eight, we are just soaking in. We're, 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 we're a sponge. We can't filter out what's right and wrong. We're learning from our parents, our grandparents, our teachers, our coaches, our you know, aunts, uncles, whatever, whatever we're hearing. And whatever story that they had in their world, they're bringing to us. So we're, we're absorbing it. And again, we have no filter. We can't say that doesn't make any sense. That's not right. That sounds silly. Um, so if they heard things of limiting belief or living in fear or living in lack, that's the story that they have that they're bringing out into their world today. Um, if they're living in abundance, if they're living in the, the you know, there's, a, there's enough money to go around and everybody to be happy. That's then their money story. So those limiting beliefs are what you know we're 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 programmed, if you will, to believe to be true about money. And I always use the analogy of like a thermostat in a in a, in a room. Um, you know, if it's set at 72 and it's 100 degrees outside, the air will kick on and cool it down. If it's 25 degrees outside, the heat will kick on and, and warm it up. We have internal thermostats in our in our in our in our you know limiting beliefs. We have those those ceilings, if you will. And if we come into um, a lottery or come into a large inheritance and we're not used to that, um, we do things to sabotage subconsciously that I don't know what to do with this money. I'm gonna, I don't know, I don't know how to handle this money. And it's not a conscious, you know, conversation. It's just like they're they're gonna find ways to blow it, which is why you hear statistically the number of lot of winners who are, you know, lost it all after, you know, two years. Um, so that thermostat we have to be mindful of. And if we're mindful of it and we're aware it exists and we're aware of these beliefs, we're able to identify it and then start to move towards what we want to be true. And we can then say, okay, you know what? That belief doesn't serve me anymore. That belief is bogus and I'm going to change it up. Patty, in all your years in the banking mortgage industry, and I, we saw that you have some real estate background and then in personal wealth right now, talk a little bit about what you've experienced with business owners and, uh, you know, a lot of times they're very troubled in dealing with money. We, we often experience business owners that even struggle putting together an annual budget, let alone any type of forecast forecast that goes years out. So in, in just thinking through that, how do you talk to business owners, especially when they're struggling with these concepts? Well, we, we do a lot of listening. Um, we, we, we do more listening than talking. Um, we, we certainly do our engagement with, with advice, but uh, we try to get to the root of what's going on in the company, um, not just from a financial perspective and the, and the numbers. Um, but oftentimes those same beliefs, I mean, you as an individual come to your company. So if you have these beliefs, if you have these thoughts, you're going to bring that to your, to your, to your company. So if that's playing a part, uh, we try to get to the root of what's going on with, with, with that. Um, and oftentimes, you know, 
it shows up in a PL or a balance sheet, but it's um, important to look in the mirror and determine what it is, what dynamic is happening. Uh, you know, I, I was telling Lisa another one of our conversations recently that Jim Rohn said that it's um, more important to work on yourself than your business. Uh, what a great lesson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. And Patty, in this last year, in the work that you do and Vance Wealth does, uh, what are some things that you've had to pivot during the pandemic and that you've seen can be helpful to those listening? What are some small things that people could be doing that make a big impact that without COVID you wouldn't have perhaps as um, developed in regards to the last year? Well, I can tell you that Zoom has developed a lot of wonderful relationships that we may not have had otherwise. Um, and who would have thought that you know you, you can build relationships on a computer, but you, you can. Um, so I think that's that's important. But the um, yes, in the in the uh, you know early part of the year when we saw the market you know go go crazy, um, there was a lot of um, behavioral coaching, a lot of talking off the ledge. Uh, one of the most important lessons is, you know, you never, this is whether it's financial or anything in life, you, you never want to make a decision when there's a high emotion behind it. When you've got a high fear, when you've got, you know, it's an emotionally driven decision, um, step back, take some time, talk to an expert, have a conversation with somebody who, who is, who's more, um, uh, Educated, for lack of better words, in that in that place, and 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 then move cautiously. Um, we 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 don't encourage you know getting in or out of the market. You know, at certain times we can't time the market. Nobody can time the market, and to think that you can, it just it's 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 you know from a financial perspective can be can be very harmful. So um, again, we do a lot of listening. There was a lot of again behavioral coaching happening and um it was just a lot of a lot of fear and that's understandable you know we all saw our, our portfolios you know come down and it was hard to watch but um, if you sit in the market you know you also saw it come back this year you know we had a great opportunity to um, meet you and jason part of Vance Wealth at a recent growth club we do for the Chamber of Commerce. It's a 90-day action planning workshop where you actually develop a plan, an action plan for the next quarter coming. And we, and we talk a lot about systems and systemization, processes, procedures as a, a, one of the ways that you can really eliminate chaos in your business and induce growth as a result of it. And you both mentioned to us that you uh, use an operating system acronym as EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System. And uh, we've had, Lisa and I have had an opportunity to read the book on it and find that there's a lot of continuity in what we provide in terms of coaching and what you're doing in terms of the operating system itself. Talk a little bit about that and the benefit that Vance Wealth has derived from using such a system. Yeah, that book and, and Traction are two books that we that we um, sort of follow, and it's um, it's a highly accountable, 
highly trackable, highly um, structured program, if you will. We all, in, as individuals within the company, are required to identify on a quarterly basis um, what we call rocks, which they talk about in the, in the book, uh, which are you know typically three to five big things that we want to make sure that we accomplish. And, with, and, and in order to do that, we have different milestones to, to um, complete those rocks. Mm -hmm. And every quarter we are held accountable. Um, we've got scorecards to determine what, what steps are being taken to reach those, those goals. And although we each have our individual rocks, as everybody in the company, um, we work together as a company and, and have company rocks and we have company goals. Um, so we are um, working in, in, a, in a wonderful team environment to all you know, achieve more. And that's you know, our, one of our, 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 our beliefs is achieving more. Um, and we do that with, with, with the team. So it's, um, without getting into the nitty gritties, it's really, again, just being very accountable, uh, documenting, having that system, having that structure, having that you know, on paper, and every quarter and every day you're looking at these rocks and you're determining what has to happen for me to get this thing done. And if I need help with somebody from somebody else within the company, I need to reach out and get that help. Um, but it helps you stay in line with those goals so that at the end of the year you can look back and go, we've accomplished a lot of these big things that otherwise might have felt just, you know, too monumental to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Paula and I have, uh, in this last year, part of our forced evolution with COVID is to really break down how you can be more mindful of goal formation, of goal development, of making them into smarter goals. And, and Patty, I know you know this, there is, there is you know, some, if somebody doesn't think about goals, the first step they can take is to start thinking about goals. <laughs> and if somebody yeah. thinks about goals, but they don't write them down, the next thing that they can do is start to write down their goals. There is a power of the pen. There is science behind that that says that the more that you write them down, the more apt you are to achieve them. And then there is, um, you know, being smarter about it with that specific, measurable, attainable, results-oriented, time-framed. And Paul and I always add on that encouraging and rewarding because it's it's great work and it's hard work. And so we encourage people to always look for ways to celebrate the wins. And sometimes, you know, I heard a, a pod, Patty. I was talking to you recently about our podcast, how we listen to podcasts so much. Uh, you know, for some of us, sometimes just with what's been going on, getting out of bed, putting one step forward, <laughs> going to the next room, which is your office for many people. Um, you know, we have to give ourselves a pat on the back for what it is that we have. We show up. Sometimes it, it, you celebrate a win by you just show up. Uh, so we 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 are with you and support you in regards to your uh, advanced wealth is advanced wealth's approach to um, being very clear and organized on how goals are set and achieved. And one thing I wanted to ask you to share too is you know in your personal and professional life. And I love the word in your bio. You said holistic, which is how I look at things from a holistic perspective. And Sometimes what Paula and I talk about is integrative, integrative our businesses, our leadership, because, you know, gone are the days that you put on your hat when you wake up and you, and these days walk downstairs to your office and then it's nine to five, your business. No, we're whole people. And there's a way in which we bring the best of ourselves by making sure that we're thinking about ways in which we can maxi maximize all of our potential. 
you go above and beyond in regards to um, your service to empower women. And so I just wanted to ask you to feel free to share in whatever ways that you feel passionate about um, what you want to do with women. And are there things that other women hearing this may be mindful of learning from you or being a part of? And whatever you'd like to say in regards to what you do for women. Well, thank you. I appreciate those kind words. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big believer in the holistic. We are a, you know, a, a human being, and we are obviously made up of, you know, our mental experiences, our emotional, our physical, our spiritual, our financial, and there's no way to compartmentalize that. We are all of that in one. And um, again, I kind of come back to my divorce. I, I come back to working with women for so many years in the, in the mortgage business, and now in the planning world. Um, I, I just, I, I have such a calling. I truly feel like that it's my calling to take away that fear. I don't want women to be fearful um, and, and to come from a place of, of, of lack. I want the, uh, the abundance and the, just the harmony in life to, to continue. And this, you know, or not this year, 2020 was obviously a very uh, difficult year for just about everybody. And whether you were directly affected by COVID, you were direct, you were indirectly affected by it. There's no, there's no question. And there's a lot of um, anxiety. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of unknown. And the more that we can um, tap into the other areas of our life that can empower us and and rebuild us, I think that that is just whatever we can do for each other. Um, Compassion, kindness, uh, support. I think we, you know, we all can do better working together. And so it's just, um, yeah, it's it's in my heart. I, you know, whether it's about educating women financially or whether it's sitting down and just having a conversation and letting somebody just vent. You know, it's 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 about just, you know, being that being that ear. And we need to all do that for each other to not only get through these, you know, this last year, but through life. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's a great philosophy and certainly one that's going to benefit a lot of people in just promoting that. Uh, you know, I'll share a little bit of a military story here, and it deals with coming back to this EOS system and the systems that you have within business. We always try to devise a, it's called a COP and that's a common operating uh, plan in what you're doing. And so it, it's the opportunity where the, the broad spectrum of people in your organization all have the same understanding of what you're doing and where you're going and what those goals are it becomes really important for team unification, as well as looking at uh, just what's happening in your organization. And if you need to tweak or modify procedures or processes in doing that. So we encourage the small businesses, and as it could be a sole proprietor, it could be someone in an organization with 10 to 20 or 50 on staff that they use some type of operating system, you know, that you had talked about in the EOS because it provides that that common operating picture for the entire staff to be able to go after and it really does help focus on what those goals are and the achievements over the years time frame 
any thoughts on that? Well, as you were speaking, what came to mind was the importance of the company having identified its core values and everybody in the organization in alignment with that. If you've got a team member that's not in alignment with the company's core values, it may or may not be a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. um, fortunately, Advanced Wealth, we are all on the same page. We all work, the culture is amazing and we all work beautifully together with regards to, we all believe in the core values. Um, and if those are truly the way that you work, if that's, um, that's truly the mindset and your, and your belief that those are what you are as a human and as you, what you deliver to your clients, that the EOS and all the academic piece behind that will, will, will flow. But you have to have that foundation first. Yeah. We agree we, that we work with all of our clients, start them with an alignment, and that alignment goes through. Um, it's a lengthy process, but one of the best processes we think that you can take personally or professionally to get really clear on your vision, your mission, your why, and then your values. And we coach uh, clients and business owners on the importance, just like you said, in regards to how we will conduct ourselves doing the business, your points of culture that becomes your compass in how, how you go about you know, pursuing your mission to achieve your vision ongoingly um, and so we appreciate you saying that because culture is so important and it isn't just happenstance <laughs> you right. know you have to really design that of how that's going to happen and then attract that and as we know that saying get the right people on the right bus at the right time going in the right direction how important that is so so we appreciate you just saying that what you said about vents wealth because that tells us that the leadership um, takes that seriously and works in that culture uh, and, and grows that culture too. Yeah, I love the word you, you chose, compass. That's a, that's a perfect way to put it. Um, that, that's, that's very important. And um, you know, to your point about, about Vance Wealth, John Vance is the, the president of the company and uh, I call him the chief visionary officer. Um, he, he's, he's great at um, looking at the individuals and what their core strengths are, what they love to do, and put them in the right seat of the bus. If somebody is super highly technical and loves the analysis, that's their bus. If somebody is, you know, more marketing, whatever the, the, the case is, they make sure he, he makes sure that we're all sitting in the right seat. And that just makes for a better experience overall as a company and overall as individuals. You know, if if somebody put something in front of me that I didn't love to do. I wouldn't be really happy at work. You know, it would be really tough for me to, you know, go through my day doing something I didn't enjoy. I could do it, I can get it done, but it's not what I want to do. And right. uh, that goes for everybody in the in the company. And I think it's important for every company out there to make sure that they listen to their employees. I think that it's important to um, check in with them on a regular basis, professionally and personally. Maybe book a half an hour once a month with each employee and say, how's things going? What's going on at home? How's, how, how are you? Tell me. And just, you know, close the door and just have that 30 minutes of one-on-one. -on -one. That goes so far. Yes. So far. Yes. Yes, you're right. Uh, just uh, a closing thought on that. 
is the, uh, and we've talked about it too, at Under One True North, we have Women Empowering Women in Leadership, We Will, and put on some workshops last year. And the last one we did in November was from a senior partner and her focus and presentation was on diversity and inclusion. And she said that the number one thing, the first thing you can do to have your people feel more included is have a coffee conversation once a month, one-on-one. -on -one. Just talk to them once a month and check in and see how they're doing. Yep, uh, you know, one of those things you talk about, small thing makes a big impact. That's that's one of those things. So yep. I know we're coming up on our end time, Patty. Um, I wanted to ask before we go out and people can hear from you how they can contact you or get more information, but has there been one book that you'd recommend other than your own? <laughs> has there been a podcast, a book, a learning, um, something that's a solid takeaway for listeners that if they read it, if they heard it, if they saw it, they're going to make a small learning improvement. And uh, are your uh, books on Amazon too? That, great yeah, question. Let our... Yes, they're all on Amazon. If you just Google right. my name or you look on Amazon, my name, and those will all come up. Um, I have a library of books. I'm not sure I would, I would say one that I love. Um, there's, there's, okay, well, I'm looking at one right now that I really like, and it's for, for, for women, and it's called How Women Rise, and mm -hmm. it's by, okay, I'm going to get up for one second here, so I can show you How Women Rise. Excellent. Um, Marshall Goldsmith is a leadership coach, and um, Sally Helgudson, if I'm saying her name correctly, um, she's also an executive coach, and this is specifically for the language. It's the Break the 12 Habits Holding You Back. Um, I love that book, but there's so many. I mean, I, I could sit here and list 20 right now that I love, but that one popped out at me, so there you go. Excellent. <laughs> and was, uh, yeah, contacting me. Uh, feel free to reach out to me with questions, comments. I'm happy to help. Uh, my email is, is patty with an I dot handy at dancewealth.com, or you can go to our website, dancewealth.com, and you can find us there, learn about the company. Uh, all of our information is there, phone numbers, all that good stuff. Excellent. Terrific. Thank you. And uh, I'll make sure and be promoting your books too, because I can't wait to buy some and start to learn from you. That's very exciting. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Great. Well, before we close out, uh, Paul and I have a commitment to our community that we shine a spotlight on our small businesses. And so every week we mention one and give you some information and encourage you to check them out. So before we close out and give some final remarks on um, events and how you can reach us, I'm going to tell you today about Team Logic IT and Team Logic IT Santa Clarita. They are proud to bring a recipe of owners with deep IT management experience, gold level partnerships, highly trained and experienced technicians, as well as the IT buying power of over 200 Team Logic IT franchise owners. This unique recipe allows them to deliver corporate quality IT to small and medium businesses in an, at an affordable price. Over this past year, Team Logic IT. Um, like every other business, was challenged to adapt to a changing community. 
They are proud to have helped businesses adjust to the requirement of employees working from home. For some, this has become a permanent way of working going forward. However, their customers have come to rely on them to develop strategies that ensure employee productivity while working safely on the goals of their business. So you can find out more in regards to providing their cloud services, cybersecurity, compliance, data backup and recovery, data and voice connectivity, and managed IT service at uh, teamlogicit.com slash Santa Clarita CA. Paul, any closing thoughts? Yeah, well, it's just been a great conversation with Patty. I mean, just a lot of things that you can pull out of the discussion we had with her uh, that you can take action on today in running your business. And I would like to encourage you, if you're a chamber member, to join the Small Business Roundtable. That's held the second Friday of every month, starting at 7.30 to 9. Uh, Paul Butler and I co-chair that. Uh, Paul Butler is with New Leaf Training Development. And it's an opportunity to listen to subject matter experts tee up a topic that's relevant to you and your business that, that would be important for you to take action on. And then you have a dialogue with the other participants in the roundtable. It's frank, it's candid, it's transparent. And it's also for non-attribution. So you don't have to worry about some of that getting out. Uh, take advantage of it. If you're a chamber member, do it. If you're not a chamber member, you ought to join the chamber. There's a lot of great programs that they're uh, putting out there for bi our business community. And, th and thanks so much, Patty, for joining us today. Thank you. My pleasure. Yes, me too. Thank you so much, Patty. Every single time I talk to you, I gain a little bit more insight and info, and I appreciate that. And uh, just to piggyback on what Paul said, uh, we are humbled and honored that we are being, we're a nominee at the Chamber Gala this Thursday. Uh, we encourage you to check out more information uh, on their website in regards to that and consider attending, because just because we're virtual doesn't mean we can't have fun. So we're going to a gala this Thursday, and Paul and I, I know, will be celebrating at that gala. And you can find out more about Paul and I and our business at onetruenorthcoach.com. Check out our pages. We have a COVID-19 resource page with information that will help you. You can look at our testimonials and see how we've helped other business owners and organizational leaders. We are cross-sector in our approach. Um, we are for-profit and non-profit. And you can see on our homepage all the things that we do, what makes us unique, and how we help business owners. And again, we encourage you to take us up on our offer to get a business health checkup. You know, this is something that you do physically. You know that we got to do that physically once a year. Well, you should be doing it for your business too. And it's a free opportunity, which we ask you very good questions, give you an assessment so that you can keep that, take that, and start to think about what you can do to grow your business. And with that, we say go to onetruenorthcoach.com and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much. Oh,